Welcome to the Inner Power Podcast, the place to help you unleash your inner power and develop unshakable confidence to finally create kick-ass results in your career, relationship, and life that embrace who you are. I'm your host and personal confidence coach, Olga, and I'm here to share practical and actionable techniques, real-life wisdom for myself and other powerhouse women with the backup of human behavior science. This is the place where you will learn it all to finally step up your game, feel great about yourself, and live life with a new sense of unfuckwithability. If you're ready to step into your fabulous and most powerful self, let's do this. Hello and welcome to a new episode on the Inner Power Podcast. I'm your host and confidence coach, Olga, and I am so happy that you're tuning in again. It's a new week, completely new topic, and today I want to talk to you about something that we basically do probably a zillion million of times throughout the day, which is making decisions. And specifically, I want to talk to you about something which I just came up with uh, and labeled the decision of power, because I truly believe in the midst of really the thousands and thousands of decisions we're making every day, um, both consciously and unconsciously. We're making important decisions and unimportant decisions. We're taking decisions that are empowering us or disempowering us. But there is that one decision, I feel, that allows us to step into our power or into uncertainty, into worrying, into fear, Right. So this is what I want to talk to you about, what that decision specifically is um, and what we can do to actually help ourselves to make that decision, to make that decision of power um, and to get out on top feeling super confident, super good about yourself, motivated and energized to really move, continue to move forward. So why is this topic so important? Like I said, I mean, throughout the day, we're literally making a thousands of decisions. Like the moment you wake up, you basically decide what you're going to think about. You're going, you're deciding what, you know, where to turn around, whether you're going to step out of the bed with your right foot, with your left foot, you know. Just in the first couple of minutes of your day, you've already made so many decisions and um, which just, you know, carry you this like basically define how your day will turn out. Um, Depending on how you start your day, depending on the thoughts that you're choosing to think, the emotions you're choosing to feel, um, the activities you're choosing to um, engage in, they all contribute to the experience that you're having every day. And literally decisions, you know, are so powerful that basically they can, they can literally shift and change your entire life within, you know, within the split of seconds. When you're, you know, we're always assuming like it takes so much time to make a a decision or sometimes we're assuming that. Um, But what happens is like, literally, we're, we're making a ton of experiences that lead up to a certain point. And um, when we get to that point of decision making, the decision is being made in literally just like seconds. It's like this fast. Um, 
But we sometimes need like that stacking of experiences to get us to the point of making decisions, especially when it's decisions that are shaping our life. It's 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 not a, the decisions whether you want to eat a banana or an apple, right, in the morning. But it's literally a decision that can be around what career you want to pursue, whether to quit your job or not, whether to leave that relationship or not, um, whether to make a big investment or not, whether, for example, to work uh, with a coach or not and and, and um, invest that money into your own personal growth. Those are the, the decisions um, that are really going to have a big impact on your life. And usually those decisions we're spending so much time on avoiding them and kind of trying to procrastinate it as much as possible because there's so much pain and pleasure at the same time attached to this one decision, right? And the reason why we do that, why we're sometimes avoiding to make a decision so much is because it literally makes us confront our fear of failing. It makes us confront our fear of fearing to make a mistake, of making the the, the wrong choice. Because we're always having usually a choice like between two things, two major things. Maybe you have some, you can also have obviously more options, but let's say usually it always comes down to taking path A or taking path B, right? Staying where I am or trying this or risking this new thing. And it literally comes down to basically the the true meaning of deciding. It's not just making a choice, but when you go back to the origin of the word, um, decide comes from a Latin word, decidere, and which actually just means um, cut off. Like D stands for for off, and cide means to cut. So when you're making a decision, you're basically when you're deciding to go down path A, you're cutting off everything else, every every other opportunity that may have been in the panorama. Um, before that, you're burning all boats, you're cutting everything off and you're going all in on that path A or on whatever you decided for, right? And that can be like really scary. Like I mentioned, especially if it if it has to do with big career changes, maybe you realize that, like me, a couple of years ago, like, what the heck am I doing in my job? I feel so miserable. I feel so empty. Um, and starting something completely new that has nothing to do with maybe what you've been um, experiencing so far professionally, it can be super intimidating or if you've been in a relationship for like years right we get into this habit of just being with that person and oftentimes we don't leave the relationship just because we've already invested so much time into it or you feel super um, unhappy with the circle of friends or your social network but let's say cutting or ending friendships can also feel like super daunting, right? Or maybe your entire, let's say, lifestyle or where you're currently living at is uh, super frustrating or depressing to you. And you would, let's say, rather live somewhere 
I'm just making it up somewhere in Australia by the beach or maybe um, travel around the world. But it, everything has implications, right? When you're cutting off opportunities or options, fallback plans, um, it can put you into a state of of anxiety, of like super great fear, literally survival mode. And, and if you've tuned in to any of my previous episodes, you know that when we're operating in survival mode, um, we're not operating in our best interest. We're not operating towards our desires. Our mind kicks in and it just tries to keep us, you know, in the safe zone, in the comfort zone, basically living for probably most of us uh, a life that do not necessarily want. So what do we need to make or take that decision of power? What I mentioned in the beginning. How can we take a decision that does not lead us into survival mode? And into like, you know that moment you take the decision and you automatically start freaking out. And you start second second guessing yourself like, oh my god, what did I just do? Did I make the right decision? What if this was all just a bad, bad mistake? What if, what if, what if, what if, right? So how do we get into that power mode, basically? Um, from my perspective, there's two essential parts to a decision that in, that is made from a state of power. First of all, it is, from my point of view, important to realize, like, what is that decision actually aiming at and what do I mean by that usually when we make decisions like I mentioned basically so many 95% of all the decisions that we make were are taken subconsciously so your mind is making that decision you're not consciously actually making it you're not you know you're not present in that moment logically rationally thinking about it and deciding it's usually the mind based on the mental program that is running in your head. Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, I suggest you go back to the episode where I was talking about how to how to basically not hack your mind for confidence. Um, when it comes to uh, the mental program, I go a little bit deeper in there. But so... Usually 95% of the decisions that we make are made subconsciously um, and based on, on our, our mind's programming. And usually our mind's programming is just focused on fulfilling a certain blueprint, a blueprint that we've learned when we were younger, right? And usually it has very little to do with what you desire in your heart with what you as your like authentic unique self really want for yourself um when it comes to decisions there's always like this this clash or I don't want to say there's always a clash but most often there is this clash between what the mind thinks is right in air quotes right um and what the heart feels is right like I said, the mind will tell you, or it was telling me when I started, uh, when I wanted to start this business, my mind was, start, was telling me like, Olga, stay in your safe job. Don't ever go down that business lane. 
right? And stay a happy, safe employee um, for the rest of your life. This was like what was right in my mind based on how I grew up with the, the beliefs and everything that were kind of implanted in my, in my head. But my heart was saying, I'm so miserable here. I want to contribute something bigger to this world. I want to help people. I want to, I want to make sure that I do something that elevates this world, that makes it literally a better place. Now you may say like, let's say this sounds very naive, Olga, whatever, but I truly believe that everybody comes here with a certain mission, with a, a purpose. Um, because each and every one of us, no matter how similar our paths may look like, each and every one's path is so different. Like nobody would, like among the billions of people um, that are living on this planet has the same kind of path. Not even if your siblings, if you're from the same family, everybody experiences things differently. Everybody makes different lessons. Um, only you have made the lessons that you've made and only you are able to communicate or, um, you know, trans transform them into something that is going to affect other people or contribute to their lives. Nobody else can do that. Everybody has their unique genius. Everybody has their unique talents. And so, and everybody has their unique story that allows them to um, kind of share that story or that message that you have experienced or that upsets you or that you want to see a difference in, right? And that's coming from your heart space. Like if you want to know your purpose, I really encourage you to start connecting more to yourself, more to your heart, tuning inwards. Um, because if there's like, and if there's like this dissonance between what the mind thinks is right and what your heart feels to be right, the chances are very high that your mind is going to win and is going to lead uh, or ma manipulate in that sense your decisions towards what it thinks is right without you even knowing. Um, and even though you may be aware, your mind will subconsciously, remember the 95% of your day, will subconsciously always try to sabotage you back into what it thinks is right for you. So in my case, when I was um, at the point of wanting to start the business, literally for two or three years, I was struggling so hard because my mind was, was you know, constantly without me even recognizing or, or realizing it in that moment, trying to put one challenge, one obstacle, one fear after another in front of me so that I would eventually say, okay, I give up and I go back to my job, right? But the thing is, my heart's desire to help other people was so big that it helped me to push through those moments um, to avoid or not to avoid that fear to like face that fear head on will being willing to um, confront some really um, let's say unpleasant experiences or memories from my past etc so 
This is the first step, like realizing what really matters. Is it your heart desire or is it your mind's comfort? Because if there's going to be like this dissonance and this gap between what your mind tells you and your heart tells you, like I said, the probabilities are very high that you're not going to make a decision of power. You're going to make the decision of power when you truly decide for what your heart tells you, even though your mind keeps bombarding you with messages around why this is a bad idea, why people will judge you for this, what they will think about you, how how they will be criticizing you, how you will be rejected, right? How you will be disappointed that you're going to make mistakes, that you're going to fail, that you're going to be a loser, whatever those messages are. <laughs> for me, they were all. <laughs> um, but whatever your messages are that are kicking in in that moment, they will they will win. If you're not standing like with true um, confidence in what it is that you want. If you're giving priority to your external, to other people, to other people's expectations in particular, um, to that blueprint, that programming that is running you, you will end up, you will probably end up going back to that, to that comfort zone that your mind thinks you should be in. Um, However, if you stay, if you truly know what you desire in your heart, because it seems like a trivial thing, but from what I can observe, it's like many people don't even know what they want. They don't even know what feels good for them. They don't even know what they want to feel. So, and this is for like for another episode, right? Um, But we need to be clear on what it is that I want. Be clear on and know like what feels good to me. What do I want to experience? Right? Because if you don't have that awareness, you can't make a decision of power. You will always choose other, other people, other external stuff that does not matter. You will always choose your comfort zone. So tuning in with yourself and um, really discovering what it is that you actually want is like the basic foundation that you kind of have to create for yourself in order to make a decision of true power. Because it's always going to come down to, are you going to choose you? Are you going to choose your soul? Are you going to choose your heart? Are you going to choose fear? Are you going to choose comfort? Are you going to choose other people? And the second component that is so important to making the decision of power, from my point of view, is ownership. If you are going to put up your big girl pants or your big boy pants and you're going to make the decision in favor of you in favor of your heart you need to be ready to take ownership of what happens next because here's the thing as we said deciding means to cut everything else off 
So when you make a real decision, and I'm not like, I'm talking like real decisions here, right? Um, and I'm going to give you a personal example. But if you're going to make a decision where you're literally cutting everything off and you're just left with this one path, you better be ready to take the responsibility and that ownership for what happens next because every decision is going to have consequences. Every decision. No matter how small, no matter how big, it's going to to have consequences. Obviously, small decisions, whether you're, like we mentioned in the beginning, whether you're choosing a banana or an apple, the consequences will be basically zero. Um, But when you're making a decision about changing careers, for example, there's going to be big consequences. If you're choosing to uh, move to another country, there's going to be big consequences. And if you're not ready to deal with whatever comes up for you next, it's also not going to be a decision of power. You're going to fall flat back into fear mode. (laughs) always it's always that simple and taking ownership means literally you have to become active you have to become resourceful you have to stand your woman or your man when things go to shit when um, things don't turn out as you wanted to and you also have to take ownership of then you know adapting adapting your path adapting your strategy when things are not working out the way they are. You can't just, you know, make the decisions and then wait for the universe or people around you um, to actually do the work. Actually, when you start, when you make a decision, that's when the work starts. And if you don't get active and you don't take the ownership um, of all the steps that follow, Chances are that whatever you decided for is not going to come true or not going to make you happy. So let me give you an example from my personal life. This is a real true life story. Um, So like three years ago, um, I was on maternity leave and, um, you know, in Germany, you can take up to actually three years of um, parental leave. Um, And so my husband and I, we decided that, okay, um, he's been living in Germany for a while and, um, he's from Mexico. So we decided that, okay, we can use this time to, you know, um, go to Mexico maybe for a year and see how life will treat us there. Um, and so we decided and, um, we said like, okay, in order for us to make this thing come true and to really kind of be the pain in the ass that we need to to really get out of that comfort zone and not to start like okay we've been looking but it's like not um convincing enough yet you know we said okay if we're really serious about this um we're going to um cancel our apartment that we had because the thing was we were so unhappy or so frustrated with where we were living and I don't mean just the apartment that too but the city like the circumstances the environment like we were not happy in that place and so we're like okay we need to like cancel or um, cancel the lease for our for the apartment and really like (laughs) show that we're serious about it like don't don't allow for ourselves to have like this backdoor of falling back into like, okay, it's not working out. Let's stay here. 
because we really wanted to move on. And so we canceled that apartment because of some other event. Uh, we went to Mexico for two months. And um, when we were there, we somehow, um, I don't know, we, we just came to the conclusion that maybe it isn't the right move for us to do at this moment with um, just a little baby there, um, the safety situation, etc., etc. So various factors that played in, right? So we decided after being two months in Mexico and having canceled our apartment that, okay, we have to adapt strategies. And that's like, that's the thing. We made a decision. We cut, we cut everything off. Like basically there, we, we literally had no place to go. We didn't have any apartment, right? Um, but we took ownership of the situation. So when we decided that, okay, we're not going to go in the end, um, we prepared everything. We left our apartment. Um, luckily, uh, my parents allowed us to stay with them for a couple of weeks. And um, still in Mexico, though, we made a decision. Okay, like if, if we're not going to come here, where, where do we want to go? And so we decided that, hey... Munich doesn't seem like a bad option or it seems like it seems like the one that we want to go with because I think we would have gone to another country but since the visa restrictions are usually you know limiting your your uh, stay to three months you know we we can't go somewhere else it was just Germany or, or Mexico so we stayed in Germany and decided okay we're gonna go to Munich there was no other, again, we decided it's going to be Munich. We didn't have any option B. And so while we came back to our apartment still, uh, we started looking for places to, to live in Munich. And the thing is, you have to understand, I don't know where you're living, but looking for an apartment in Munich with um, basically one person being on parental leave and the other one um looking for a new job there are very very difficult and the chances are i would say like close to zero that you're going to find somebody who's going to allow you to stay in their apartment um but still um maybe we're a little bit naive but in that in that sense it allowed us to just go confidently about it we we said where we were going to make that decision we're going to move there we decided we're going to find a place easily and fast and um, it's going to be also affordable because the thing here is also apartments are super expensive um so <laughs> if you consider our chances were close to zero of finding actually something uh, all the places that you usually find are super expensive to stay at um we 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 made our way we drove like several times with a small baby um for over two to three hours um from Stuttgart to Munich and um in the end it took us I think it was less than a month to find the current apartment that we're living in um we found it and um and the people who were living in that apartment, they were moving to Berlin, completely different city, five hours away from here. Um, and they were actually looking for somebody to like move in right away or 
just sublease it in the meantime um, because they were already in their new place there in the different city, right? And so we subleased it. And um, since the whole building here is run by um, like a facility management company, um, they were the ones picking the, the, the successors for this apartment. And so we were here living as a sublease because they were like, well, maybe you can, you know, we don't know if you're going to get picked, but maybe it helps you to at least search for something from here so that you don't have to drive. In the end, the facility management company chose another another couple or so uh, for the apartment. And we were like, shit, what are we going to do, right? Um, all our search has been, actually since we had found the apartment, has been going so badly. Um, we weren't getting invited. <laughs> Literally, you have to get invited here to um, just see the apartment. And um, everything was not looking good for us. And so this is the part where ownership again comes in like first of all if you see like we've been taking ownership of the entire situation from the moment we made the decision to actually move to Mexico to now being being in Munich and um you know dealing with the with the consequences of like shit they chose somebody else like we can't stay here what are we going to do um and this is usually where you know your effort like your commitment comes in. If you're not committed to your own decision, like I said, it's not going to happen. You're not going to achieve the result that you wanted to, to achieve in the first place when you made that decision. So what, en what ended up happening, and this is literally like also a manifesting story. Um, literally, I started calling that... Um, that facility management company for like every day because um, what happened is the people who were chosen by them decided to go for another apartment and so they were about to start like a new selection round or a new selection process and they had already told us that no sorry we can't give you the apartment and so as soon as I got that information I basically started to call them and I was like you guys like what do we need to do in order for you to give us the apartment, right? Because we're able to afford it. Um, well, I couldn't say that we're here already, but, you know, I was like, tell me anything that you need and I'm going to get it to you so that I can prove you that we are reliable people <laughs> that are going to, you know, pay the rent on time. And um, eventually, eventually the the assistants or the secretaries, whoever was managing the information, literally, thank God, passed on our information to the decision maker. And all of a sudden, like one or two weeks later, we get a call. And we were not expecting this at all anymore. But we got a call and they told us like, yeah, we're so happy to uh, tell you that we chose you as the, the renters for the, for the apartment. And, um, I kid you not, obviously, I like, obviously we were, we were like a little bit in a stress mode over there. Right. But the thing is, we never lost our faith that something good is going to happen for us. We never stopped taking action 
on pursuing what it is that we wanted. And we also never changed our mind of like, well, maybe it would be better to go back, right? Maybe it would be better to go back to, um, to Stuttgart, to my, where my parents live, wherever, um, just not Munich. We never did that. We always stayed firm with the decision. We always stayed firm with what we, what we desired in our heart in that moment. Like we wanted that change and we were literally ready to go all the way, all the extra mile that is necessary to make it happen. And so far that literally it happened. It happened the way that we had basically um, put it out there into the universe. And if we had given up midway and had returned, you know, um, and, and kind of craved into like this discomfort feeling or this, this fear pattern that our mind was kind of playing on us, we would not have been able to achieve, um, to achieve this move basically. And I mean, happily ever after three years later, we're still living here and I do not regret the decision that we had made. Um, but this story, even though it was probably way longer than I intended to share with you, but I hope it shows you, you know, those two components of what it means to make a decision of power and what it entails for you, how you need to show up in order to create that powerful result that is at the end of this decision, to not give up midway and to not give up even like the moment before you're going to before you're going to make that decision. Because I feel so many times we're giving up even before we're making the decision. And the thing is, you giving up or you giving into your fear is making a decision also. Like, <laughs> I have a friend of mine and um, she was telling me so often like how bad she's at making decisions and she was procrastinating and avoiding making a decision for like months, I would say. Um, and you have to realize, not making a decision, you're making a decision. <laughs> you're deciding that you're not doing anything. That's a decision. It's not just, oh, I'm not doing anything or I'm just, you know, I'm just waiting for, and seeing what happens. This is a decision. Your decision to not take action. But if you want your life to go into the direction that feels right in your heart, that gets you fired up, that gets you motivated to get up every morning and show up as your best self, you need to freaking make the decision. And you need to listen to your heart. You need to listen to your passions. And you need to cancel out everybody else's opinion. And you need to cancel out um, the yapping of your mind. It's like put on those noise canceling headphones basically for your mind and everybody else around you and just stay firm with what you believe in and what feels right to you. Like trust me, there were people, they were getting angry with me for, for moving and not telling them. Everything happened so quickly and I'm sorry but... Actually, I'm not sorry. Um, sorry, not sorry. That I was, I was just owning the situation. 
you know, people were telling us we're crazy. Afterwards, people were telling me like, you guys are so ridiculously lucky. But the thing is, luck does not happen. Lucky results do not happen. People, like so often we say like, people are lucky, right? But those people who you consider to be lucky, they were taking action that led them to that point. They made that decision beforehand that led them to that result. It was not luck. It's you either create that result for yourself or that situation for yourself or you don't. And then you have results that are frustrating. So coming back, you're making a decision of power when you have those two components. When you first decide on what matters more, your desire or your comfort, basically. And two... When you are 100% committed and owning the decision and the consequences that come with your decision. All right. So I hope you found this helpful and I hope that you're ready to take your decisions of power in the next days and weeks and years to follow. Just always remember If it feels right in your heart, it can't be wrong. And just as a side note, there is no right or wrong. (laughs) There simply isn't. It's, there's just, there is no right or wrong way. There is nothing that you can fail at. If you always choose, you know, to go with your gut feeling with your, with your heart and what feels right in there, what feels good in there. You can never be wrong. And there's only your way to go. Because like I mentioned, we're all here for a reason. You have your purpose and you're meant to go down your path. And um, as long as you walk down your path, there will be no right or wrong. There will just be opinions of other people. But that's also for another episode. And I think we already covered that. So with that being said, have a great week. Make your decisions from a powerful state with a powerful future and never ever hold back around what feels right for you and always, always go courageously after the life that you want. See you next week. You liked what you heard on this episode but would like to get more support? Just follow me on social media at the Olga Mueller on Instagram. Send me an email on olgamuller.coaching at gmail.com or join the wonderful tribe of incredible ambitious women on Facebook and the Women with Unshakable Confidence group. See you next time.